the time I was this is this is years ago when I tried to stop drinking and I think I I had been off for like a week. I hadn't had a drink in like a week. And then I meet up with this girl, um, we go to a bar and I was like, I need something to take the edge off. So I smoked right before we went to this open mic. And I was just I was just all pissed and vinegar, like I'm about to go smoke this mic. We get to the thing. There's a guy up there just eating balls. He's just bombing his ass. Yeah, right bro, now. he's eating balls <laughs> on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I actually, this is the one and only time I've done this where I whispered in her, I was like, oh God, look at that guy. This is all that's tragic. <laughs> and then you went up in the and the <laughs> And I laid the, the worst egg ever. As soon as I got up on stage, I forgot every joke I had ever oh God. thought of in my entire life, right? And it was to the point where I couldn't even like save it with like the ooh, hey, uh, <laughs> I was just so goofy at the time that I had nothing going on. And towards the end of like my three or four or five minutes, I remembered one of my jokes, but I remembered it backwards. Oh God! And I pulled like the punchline first, and then try to explain the punchline. <laughs> like, was... That's why it's funny. Oh! To this day, it hurts my stomach to think about it because she she was just like, "This is the first day I'm out with this girl." Oh god, that's so that's similar with mine. Oh my god, she put a oh pad on the panties mighty fast. It worked out. <laughs> yeah, but look at us—we're still five and a half years. Great from the south side. Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here right now. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back with oh, another episode of the Real Rap Podcast. Wait, wait, what happened? Sorry, what no, no, do it again. I was like, did he say it was too hot? No, 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 we're rolling okay, with this my one. Bad. It's hot. No, no. We're coming in. Oh. <laughs> we're back oh. with another episode of the Real Rap Podcast, episode 15. Very special guest today. Uh, to my left, we have Dr. Jackie Lynn. Go ahead and say hi to the people. Hey, everybody. <laughs> my mic's off. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't mind letting the people know, Dr. Jackie, um, uh, uh, what you got going on, how long you been in the city, your name, and what you got going on out here. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm Dr. Jackie Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just moved to Chicago in June last year, so I'm coming up to a year soon. Okay. Um, and I've been... Producing with my co-producer, who is also Jackie. Mm. One half of the Big Break comedy show, yes? Yeah, yeah. At the Holiday Club. At the at Holiday, the holiday Club. At the Holiday Club, yes. Yeah. How's what you that? doing? Chilling at the Holiday Club. Yeah, we run a show called Big Break Comedy. It's free mm-hmm. Thursdays. Um it's every other Thursday right now. I've had the pleasure of being booked on there a couple of times. It is a blast. You guys, and usually usually you have it packed out. Is that just serendipity? Is that just happenstance? Or <laughs> or is there some, some marketing genius behind that? Um, I think it's just, it's been luck so far. <laughs> so far? I mean, yeah. I mean, word of mouth, putting on a hell of a show, and people yeah. just keep showing up. And, and I stay on Facebook all the time. So I'm like, mm. whenever someone on Facebook is like, what can I do this week? And I'm like plugging big yeah. break. And, uh, um, you know, I go up to the people at the restaurant part of the sure. bar and I'm always like, Hey guys, there's a free show back there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, use, you use your Sesame street voice when yeah. you do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to bug you guys trying to get drunk, but there's free comedy back here. It's fun. 
Hell yeah. But I think you also, I've seen you, you're, you've produced um, uh, definitely at least one other show that I'm thinking about that went over to Zanies, no? Oh, yeah. It was just one show. Yeah, we produ- I produced a fundraiser show. That was like the first show I've ever produced. Okay. Um, it was a fundraiser show for the Philippine Nurses Association of America. And uh, it was all that is amazing. All Filipino lineup. I think it was the first time ever done at Zany's, actually, like an all Filipino lineup. So has to be. I was surprised to even find that many Filipinos out here. <laughs> all doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I flew out my headliner, J.R. de Guzman. Shout out. Shout bro. out to J.R. de Guzman. He's great. Um, and, and I flew out my co-producer Eric for that show. Mm, okay. He's from Chicago originally, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I have no experience producing. I saw that. He produces all the time in LA, so I was like, mm. "I'm not. I'm gonna hit him up." And then he was like, "Fuck yeah, Zany's dude!" Hell yeah, and I was like, right? "Is it that big? I don't know." <laughs> how long you been? Um, how long have you been doing comedy yourself? This is my tenth year. Wow. So yeah, I'm on year ten. And you started out because I believe you're from LA, right? And that's where you started. Yep. yep. What was the name of the club that you that you did your first? The Comedy Store. Mitzi Shores Comedy Store, the yep. one and only. In the main room. In the what? <laughs> I know everybody. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, was it on a dare? You just showed up one day. You popped off. It was an open mic, or no? So what? What happened was I started as an actor, and then like I took this acting class, and they showed me mm-hmm. how to like submit, like self submit on these casting networks and stuff. Okay. And then I saw one that was like inexperienced comedians. You know, they're trying to cast us or whatever. It was a bringer show, so I mean. Yeah. I had to bring people to perform. I didn't know that was a requirement. They were like, we're going to help you write a set. They did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, I, they didn't explain anything where it was or anything until like, I think the day, a day or two before. And I was like, oh wow. shit, I'm going at the comedy store. Like, wow, right. wow. And then I didn't know it was a main room until I got there. And I was like, oh, I'm in the main room. Like, what the fuck? Wow. And I wasn't 21 yet. So I was 20. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and I rolled in on a pink razor scooter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's just all the me- it's the craziest all the drama in the world. <laughs> Shut up! It's the craziest shit. Yeah, because in LA, you know, you have to park far normally. So I was like, I- I'm not a walking kind of girl. Sure, sure. So I took I took a razor scooter and I parked on top of the hill, uh, the Hollywood Hills. You play like you're a city there. girl, but when I think of LA comics pulling up in a uh, in a, a razor pink razor scooter. scooter like the flower basket in oh your in God. your <laughs> in your I little should, I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have had that honestly. Uh because like because of the pink razor scooter I was in the green room, right? And I had my scooter on their table. Oh. It was like a mirrored table in the back. Thank you for painting this picture for me. I had my razor scooter on there. Someone that was working at the club was like, you know, walking around, checking everybody and then he goes, "Wait a minute." Pink razor scooter. How old are you? And I was just like, <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but how old are you? And I was like, so any. And he's like, yeah, let me see your ID, because back then I looked even younger. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he saw my ID and was like, you're not even 21. You can't be in here. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. So they made me wait out, like right outside the door until they called my name. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing just having like a pink razor scooter. And I think I was wearing some silly looking print jacket or yeah, something. Sure, sure. Oh, God. Yeah, it was. The good of LA days. It was so weird. And then all the comics, the, they were super nice though. They were like, is your first time doing stand up? Yeah. Like, yeah. They had me waiting out here. And then everyone's like, you want a drink? You want to smoke? And yeah. I was like. 
All right. Yeah. That's exactly how LA does it in my mind. Yeah. So <laughs> just get you hooked right away. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was I mean, I can't remember all that I said completely, but it I was mean, a packed house? No, there was maybe only like thirty to forty. People. That's a hell of an origin story, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like legendary. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, shit. And just hooked <laughs> right away from there. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, I've always been funny, like mm-hmm. in school, like ever since I could remember. So right, right. I was always a class clown. Um, like class clown and did your work, or class clown, you were a problem. I was a problem. <laughs> I was definitely a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, one time, my my first grade teacher, I was such a problem that mm. my first grade teacher, she was like this older Filipino lady. Yeah, yeah. And she grabbed me by the head because I don't even know what I said, but she grabbed me by the head and just started like shaking me and was like, tanga, tanga, tanga. And then I was laughing the entire time because... I understood what she said in Tagalog, right? Yeah, yeah. She said, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, <laughs> you're stupid because I can understand you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she, yeah, so. And she, wait, she got away with that? Hell no, no. She got, yeah, she got fired. But like, <laughs> I was like, that's not the Philippines anymore, lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I told my mom on her and was just like, yeah. And then it all went down from there. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember seeing her after that, so. I've gotten into a, a, a kerfuffle with the teacher or two, for sure. Yeah, see, I yeah. think that's just comedians. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like the, the, the ones that have like a good going through school, I'm like, how? How do you do that? Like, I was a straight A, I just decided to do comedy one day. Like, no, you have to have like, a, you gotta be a little bit of a badass. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like comedians are like rock stars that can't do music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time I got kicked out of class, it's a badge of honor. Yeah, like yeah, sure. <laughs> not recommending that. Oh do, do well in school kids for sure. If you can. Or if, become if a comedian. Can, or yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna <laughs> kidding, it's hard. <laughs> really go for it in class. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then um, so you moved to Chicago. And then where did you start picking up your, your comedy coming out here? Um, Do you remember the first stage you hit when you came out here? Which one was it? Um, I know I did a mic. I might have done a mic at Lincoln Lodge. Mm. I'm, I'm headed there after Maybe here. that one or uh, where I met Jackie, actually, mm. also. I don't know. I kind of just started hitting hella mics once I once. once That's I what's got dope here. about Chicago is that you can pick up. There's gonna be two, three, five mics a day, no matter what day it is. Yeah, and what's dope is you don't have to pay for your minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's L.A. Ooh, for real. Yeah, you gotta pay like five dollars, and they'll give you like three minutes. So a lot of the comics that we know on the scene, right? They're like, all right, I'm gonna get my comedy engine warmed up and going while I'm out here in Chicago, and then I'm going to New York. I'm going to L.A. Right. Your advice, someone that's coming from L.A., your advice to comics before they go out to L.A. with, with just big dreams. <laughs> um, just piss all over them. I don't know what it really is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not fucking matter. <laughs> you could be the top comic in Chicago. You're going to, it doesn't matter in L.A. Unless wow. you have a million followers, you're not going to get anywhere. Wow. So unless or you're, you're sucking bringing- a dick. Wow. <laughs> Unless right, you're well, sucking hey, dick, bro. Keep, um, keeping it with the facts. Men too. Okay. Wow. Not just right. the women. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, wow. So and that's probably <laughs> that's probably 
that's probably universal at this point in time, right? With with uh, social media, if you don't already have a built-in reason for the big industry to give a shit about you, you might as well just go ahead and stick to the uh, uh, rivers and the lakes that you're used to, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you build your waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> I see that rainbow. <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean that is kind of the industry, unfortunately, that we are in today. Uh, you do have to have a a following because everyone in in LA and Hollywood, all they care about is like how many people are you going to bring to the show. I mean, that's like mm. in general, right? That's the whole reason you you mm. pursue comedy is you build your following, mm. build a fan base, <laughs> and that you can get them out consistently. Then like. It just keeps building in every city you go. So, so this actually brings me to one of the first things I wanted to ask you. So, um, like I said, you uh, can't thank you and, uh, and Jackie enough for putting me on a, a couple of few shows with you guys. And ever since I met you, you've just been a rock star. You've been cool as hell, right? Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> and then from there, like you know, we follow each other on socials, pop up with like each other stuff. And I see you post a lot of your content on there, like everybody else does. You know, they'll post like crowd works or like old bits or whatever, right? And I actually noticed more so than than a few other com- comics that that I've seen, you'll end up getting some hate. Like you'll post, <laughs> you'll post, and and you'll post like something, and people. People will post like whatever we have to bam. They'll just they'll just start trolling, right? Oh yeah, and that happens. And my question is to you: One, I I wonder where it comes from. And I actually I'm I'm involved enough, and I like you as a person enough, <laughs> and like you as a comic enough that I'll look into these people. And it's like, it's it's a it's a ghost Someone, it's a ghost yeah. it's a ghost account. Yeah. <laughs> no followers. They made it like three days ago just to to write some hateful trolling stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do, are you? Because and and I think the higher you climb up, ultimately I would look at it as that's a a bit of. To speak to your success is that you're you're bothering somebody to the point, right? <laughs> that they had to say something. That mean they had about to it. say something, regardless. <laughs> yeah. How are you compartmentalizing trolling? If you are, are you just ignoring it? Are you? Is it? Does it hit you somewhere, or do you have to do something to to get past it? That's a great question, and I'm glad that you also noticed that. Yeah. Uh, because I I've always wondered that. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm not new to the trolling game, so mm. it doesn't bother me. Um, sometimes it will, and then I'll have to, you know, my girlfriend will hear about it. I'm like, man, this bitch is calling me like, the, yeah, yeah, you know, saying this and that. And then she's like, who cares? And I'm like, you're right. Mm. Who does care? I don't, you're right. And then I'll like, let it go. Um, but I, I, I've definitely noticed majority of my content that I've, I've been in or have put out. Like I do, <laughs> I randomly get a lot of trolls. Right. Which, Honestly, I kind of understand because I myself am a bit of a troll. Like, okay. you know, like I be on the comment section sometimes saying stupid shit. And it's not to be mean. It's just to like, I thought this was funny what I'm going to say. Like, sarc- yeah. I think what the thing is, like sarcasm is definitely not translated in, in comments. In written texts? Yeah. No, of course so, not. So especially in comments, you know, like I have to hold back what I say because I'm, I'm very sarcastic in comments. Sure. <laughs> in comments. So like, uh, I don't know. I mean... The written word is crazy because you'll say something in real life, right? And but when it's getting read back by by the 
defense attorney. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. That, was <laughs> that sounds up. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like what you said right there <laughs> when was you really fucked like up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. but I'm, I meant to yeah. say it like this. No, yeah. No, it was like, no, I said I hate, every, I, I hate everybody that looks like them, but I said it like in a funny way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just had to hear it. <laughs> you just had to be there. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, I mean, I kind of. I don't give a shit because I think mm. I'd rather have haters than than fans. And nothing at all. No, right? I mean like my my whole thing is haters talk faster than fans. So Wow. <laughs> I like that. That's so. a coin phrase right there. And it's um like to me, because if somebody says something nice on my timeline, then I do get like the vibe of like a you know a good feeling. Um, and if somebody says something negative, it's probably going to ping the same way. But when it's somebody, so I've, you know, I've had my place like burglarized throughout my life. You know what I mean? And yeah. when it comes down to it, you're like, uh, some money's missing out of your wallet. You're like, it's somebody I know. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. And for somebody to pop up on anybody else's page, I'm like, you know, when you get to a superstar status, of course, people are just going to troll and, and randomly. You're not going to know everybody if you have millions of followers, right? But at, at this point in the game, for for myself anyway, I could speak like if somebody's trolling me and it's a ghosted account. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's got to be some <laughs> douche, like on the scene. Just oh. doing it. You know what I mean? That's funny. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because I don't check. Like I don't. I just kind of ignore it now. Yeah. Uh, like if it's if it's something hateful or mean, I won't even acknowledge or read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if it's people that I know that are saying nice things, then I'll comment back. Sure, and sure. like it or something, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care for it anymore mm. because, like I said, you know, I mean, it, just it, it means you're doing something right. Of course, <laughs> and it's like uh, that cyberbullying thing. I was talking about it um, previously on here. That uh, is that a new aspect of the brain that's being affected by like the positive slash negative things that are happening online, and then your availability to see them nonstop, constantly. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's like, what is it, like psychology studies that mm-hmm. are that directly link depression with social media right now. Sure, sure. Because, I mean, we're just, we we want that instant gratification all the time. That yeah. sometimes even in real life when people are like, you did great or like, you're amazing. That's mm. not as gratifying to some people that like, I need to post it and get like a certain amount of likes mm. and views and, and like, you know, it's just, it's it's strange. It's very, like, you definitely have to... Learn how to detach yourself from your mm-hmm. phone and your social media. Cause, like, uh, what I'm trying to do now is just post and leave it. <laughs> post and ghost? Yeah, just post and leave. And I mean, I check my phone though. So, like, if, if I get a good notification, I'll be like, right. like, but like, I try not to linger too much on it or think about it too much. I just want to put out my content because in LA, I was very like hesitant about. Okay posting anything even even pictures of me doing stand-up i didn't want to post and Mm. like you know um i i definitely fell into a very depressed hole when the beginning of like facebook and like when i was first starting out and stuff okay um i don't know it's easy to get depressed when you're not getting the attention you thought you were gonna get on the internet got you you know yeah yeah, I don't know. Because you end, uh, no, I'll definitely post something, and if I'm scrolling through and it's not getting what I think it's gonna get, and then I can see somebody else, and they they post like them posting somebody else watching somebody else do something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super Inception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's like the 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 post of me watching somebody watch somebody do something, and then that gets like one point two thousand hit, and I'm like, what? Oh yeah, what? half the shit on TikTok. I'm like, what? <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why? What? What? What else do I have to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> but I, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's um with this whole cyber thing, they're getting it dialed in now, where I I get lost in my phone. I go on to do one thing and then I'm just stuck in that loophole (laughs) and I try and I can feel the hours of my life ticking away and I'm just stuck on the scroll like why can't I yeah like TikTok pull away from it's I'd be like that on TikTok sometimes yeah 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 you're like speaking of my phone just went off (laughs) couldn't put any of them on on, on mute I can't be away from it I'm a slave to these things yeah, and it's hard to unplug. That I mean, that's why I like that's one thing I miss about LA is like n- the nature, like how mm. how easily accessible like hiking is and like, mm. you know, go getting lost in a mountain or like okay. you know, uh, I mean, I miss that because then you one you don't get signal. <laughs> so like right. you kind of have to be off your phone and it's just so like captivating that you're like wow i love nature mm. and then the, the minute you get in the parking lot you're like <laughs> the, the moment you get reception again yeah um so you're first generation uh born and bred in america and then your family's from the philippines did you spend much time in the philippines visiting or living um i mean i've gone a couple times i've mm-hmm. maybe only gone like three times my whole life okay the flights there are expensive. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I maybe only two times that I actually remember though, and one was recently as an adult in like 2016. That mm. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, because everything is cheap in the Philippines, so like you feel like a rock star. You're like the minute you I'm land, just, 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 you're <laughs> like I'm gonna get my nails done, I'm gonna get a haircut, I'm gonna go shopping, I'm gonna get a massage, and then the next day is when you really go on your vacation. Yeah. And everything is so cheap. Like oh, yeah. food is like maybe like you could get a whole entire course meal for like five ten bucks, <laughs> like five stars. Are you flu? Are you you speak Tagalog fluent? Uh I used to. I used to speak it fluent, night. but now no one's speaking to me in Tagalog. So like you know, my accent is not as strong, but right. I can still understand mostly. I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could still kind of understand. I, I mean, I want to get back into it just because like. <laughs> Um, you know, I just, I, I want to learn it. Mm-hmm. I want to relearn it fully. So that way I could talk to other Filipinos. And wait, your folks, your folks are speaking English yeah. when you're growing up in the house? Uh, my dad mostly spoke English. He speaks a different dialect of, of like the language. Okay. Cause they're from a different like suburb, mm. <laughs> I don't know, suburb area, whatever. Okay. Uh, they're from Ilocos, so that's completely different from Manila. So my mom's from Manila, and she would speak. She'd speak Tagalog mostly when she was mad. So that makes sense. <laughs> that's how I know. I was that like, oh, oh, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about Filipinos is, so palo means like spanking, like you know. So she's like, "Do you want palo?" And I was like, "Why the fuck would I want it, lady? <laughs> why? You know? Why are you inviting me to an asshole? I don't. Thing? I don't want I'll it. Pass. Like, yeah, fucking hit me then." Yeah, just, um, what is, uh, in the, in the Filipino community, what is either specifically to your folks or to the community as a whole that you could speak to it? What is the view of America in the Philippines? Oh, they love America. Yeah. Yeah. 
like opportunity, all that yim yam or consumerism or yeah. I mean, they just love America. They mm. love white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. They're like it. anything with white people. We gotta, we gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. they tell us to do something, we gotta do it. Really? Yeah, it's very. You know, I mean, even in the Philippines, like all these, all all their celebrities, mm -hmm. they don't even look like their skin tone isn't their natural skin tone. They're bleaching their skin out there don't because say. they want to look more white. They want to look more Western, like acceptable. Wow. Um, in the Western standard and stuff. So, is uh is the that. uh inside interracial, um, dark dark yeah. skin versus light skin thing is that that's prevalent oh, in yeah. uh in the philippines yeah or do you guys have like like words for for dark skin folks versus light skin folks like here in, in america it. in america <laughs> but it's yes a bad word <laughs> that answers, you know yes. too <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh yeah, yeah yeah oh so you guys just go straight for the <laughs> straight for the big guns <laughs> good to know it's universal know, yeah well i think i'm it's actually spanish. learning that more i think and it's more. spanish you know yeah yeah yeah. Say negrito. yeah 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 so that's like it's because like Spain was in the Philippines for like 500 years or something That's like that. Yeah, yeah. So they right? colonized the Philippines for a really long time. I think like maybe at least 200 years, something like that. I, I don't know Philippine history. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm the worst. Ooh, yeah. You know how like, I don't know. I, I definitely have noticed like that's one reason why I want to learn Tagalog more is because like in, in my community, it mm -hmm. seems like if you're a Filipino American, if you don't even know how to speak Tagalog, you're not Filipino enough. Okay. And then, you know, kind of how, like, Africans and African-Americans are kind of, like, they have that thing where, where they're, like, oh, you're ungrateful for being born in America. There's and You a don't divide, know your roots and shit. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, I, you know, we're just not Filipino enough. And then you're, like, you're too American. But at the same time, those Filipinos want to be American. Mm. So it's, like, yeah, confusing, yeah, yeah. you know? It's, like, why can't we just come together? Like... It feels like um, when Barack Obama was president, there was like the the divide between Black Americans and Africans was like brought to the surface a little bit because everybody wanted to quote unquote claim him mm. for, for their side. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's I it's 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 honestly uh, honestly a weird. I'm not sure what it is, right? Because I I, I mean, of course, you you meet Africans and then you meet Black folks, and I've feel connected to black folks and i feel a connection to africans but i don't feel as connected to an african like if they look at me you know i'm light-skinned or whatever and i just from black folks i get light-skinned this and that you know non-stop all day you know what yeah. i mean but um it's it's an honestly it's it's a weird divide but yeah so you're probably like the american the american girl when you when yeah. you go back to uh, the philippines or if you're in your community yeah yeah because, I mean, even if I tried to speak Tagalog, they'd be like, oh, you sound so American. Wow. And I'm like, well, at least I'm fucking trying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. And, you know, they uh, Filipinos are pretty conservative people, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, they're very, yeah, they're very conservative. Um, because they were like, everyone's like raised Catholic, you know. Is it safe? Kinda. Is it safe to say... Um, Manny Michael Jackson Pacquiao is the most important thing. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Manny Pacquiao is like their treasured hero. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know much about it? Because he's political now, isn't he? 
Um, all I know is that I know a couple things about him that like one, he never even finished high school. Mm. He didn't know how to read and write, but mm. he taught himself. Uh, so my question is, um, growing up in the quote, uh, conservative, uh, traditional Filipino household, like, do your parents know that, that, um, you're dating a woman? They do. Yeah. They how do did that happen? Um, or how did, how did that work out? Was there a conversation with, well, let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you just in general was, no, yeah, um, that's fine. uh, 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 it's not a secret. That sure. Dating, sure. But yeah. Um, did you always like, did you grow up knowing that you, uh, were, were gay? Do you call it? There's so many options these days. Yeah. You're like, I really don't want to offend that you that or is cancel a landmine. you. That's <laughs> how you look. You're like, I was like, can I ask this question? So <laughs> I don't want to get canceled yeah, by the yeah. gays. <laughs> You're like, I can't even say I know gay. Like in February feels like, is it all right for <laughs> like you're colored, but do I pick a color or? <laughs> was that was that was that wrong of no, me? That's funny. <laughs> no. no uh, okay. What was the question? So like, uh, well, um, did did you have a date? Did you like? Did you like? host oh, a show younger. in your parents living room and be oh, like God, no was i'm there not a- that kind of no my parents are divorced they've been they've been separated ever oh, since i was another little piece of the uh the comedy puzzle yeah. fits right in there look at my traumas <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm so funny i have so many hidden traumas in the back of my pocket broken household check <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Mental health check. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. So my family they they've been divorced ever since I could remember. Um, and brothers uh, and sisters. Uh, I have one half brother mm. from my dad's side, and we're like fourteen years apart. So I like pretty oh, much fourteen years apart. Yeah. Half brother, fourteen years apart. Myself. No way. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it weird? You're <laughs> just is. like you're little. <laughs> He's, he's so he's so much younger. He's than literally me. like half my age. And yeah, it's like wow. And I try and we like we bond over like movie quotes that we've been doing <laughs> since I was babysitting them and whatnot. But other than that, I'm like this kid is he's a whole different yeah, completely different generation. Yeah. Well, my brother he. He got kidnapped when he was six. So <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? We were trying to talk about one thing. No, I'm listening. I'm like, I'm like, no, he, yeah, he's in the Philippines right now. Mm. So he's been living there the last like, oh my gosh, almost 10 years. Now that wow. I think about it. Almost 10 years. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's a long time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't really grow up together that he'll remember. Right. Okay. But like, um, it's strange because I saw him again. Uh, when he was 12, he came to LA when he mm. was 12. And then it's just weird to see that, like, even though we didn't grow up, grow up together in like those from like seven to 12, mm-hmm. we're still so much alike. Gotcha. And it's so weird. He looks just like me, too. Gotcha. Like, we look like twins. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, that's how I would look as a boy. <laughs> that's Oof. crazy. This is how you would look as a girl. And so they, 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 the, the uh, kidnappers thought he was you and was like, oh, all right, this no, is a big actress in L.A. It's his mom. <laughs> his mom kidnapped him. Uh, she said, we're going to be in the Philippines for six months. It's been six years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it, it was a long time. Um, but luckily with like technology, I get to like, you know, it's easy to talk to him, um, mm. like message and FaceTime. Okay. But, you know, boys are like, I don't want to FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew, yeah. why do you want to FaceTime me? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like a teenager now. I'm like... Wearing the same clothes weird. for the last three days, <laughs> playing video games. Why do you want to see my face? Yeah, he's actually doing really well in video games, actually. He's uh, like, yeah? He's like top 
um, top 500 players in the Philippines. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. That's a whole thing now. You can there's, make money doing that. Isn't there a college it. out here where that like video games is like a legit class and you can get scholarships and all the other whatnot? I think so. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but... That's it's dope. Okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, if only I had these opportunities. So, so popping up, popping up with your um with your girlfriend, that was just a, a day that you were just like, here, here's what it is. Oh, or yeah. was there like a conversation? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of just like, hey, this is my girlfriend. I think uh I took her to it was supposed to be my grandpa's birthday party, but mm. he was he didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> It was like my whole family partying without my grandpa. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, hey, this is my girlfriend. And then everyone didn't even think about it. They were like, yeah, she's gay. Wow. <laughs> like, I didn't have to be like, like, girlfriend, girlfriend. Like, this is your girlfriend? Like, yeah. You know, like a friend, girl, or is this your girlfriend? It was fun. It, it, it was, I mean, the thing is, like, my mom was actually gay too. So. <laughs> Wow. She was gay when I was growing up, so I think that's where maybe it, it stemmed from cuz I was like it is uh, you're a boy? <laughs> so was it um if you know, was it one of those things with your mom like she tried to force being in a standard relationship for the sake of the culture, like it coming from a um like a conservative culture? She was like, "All right, let me try and do the the yeah. man woman thing and pop out some kids uh, type." No, she just got pregnant. <laughs> she just got pregnant with me. Uh, <laughs> like, surprise! Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Yay! I was the one that made it. I yeah. won the race. Yeah, right? <laughs> My dad's genetics. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think she just had gotten pregnant. And then uh, mm. and then after their divorce, I she just started dating these, like, they're like the girls that look like guys, like the tomboys. Okay. Uh, and then... I didn't know they were tomboys and like I was getting bullied about it. They were like, people mm. were like, your mom's a lesbian. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. This was in school? Yeah. 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 Kids are ruthless. <laughs> how was, how was that process? Cause you're, um, wait, everybody's younger than me. So were you, <laughs> did you have uh, like cell phones and what, were you in school during the cell phone period? No, that came in like middle, like end of middle school, probably. In the middle school? Mm. All right. So that bullying process, how were you dealing with that at the time? Were you just taking it on the chin? Is 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 bullying important? I think it builds character and trauma. So if you wanna be <laughs> if you wanna be a comedian, definitely get bullied. <laughs> it makes you funnier because yeah. you, you gotta come up with clapbacks and Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean Is it a necessary evil bullying? I feel like you can't have all good things. That's one one thing I've been like pondering. Like, if people could be happy all the time, what that would that look me. like? You know, that scares me. It's it's weird. The idea, like, um, religiously of like paradise, like a word, like happy all the time. Are you all the to, time? Are you allowed to cuss or no? Like, like millions of years, just ha- happy. Yeah, happy, happy. Just doing whatever you want, happy. Like, like my cloud's never gonna run out of gas, and I'm I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> I could travel wherever I want, not worry about Instantly, money. Like what? Like ooh, that's that's kind of scary, isn't like, it? And I know you know depending on what you believe or how you feel, and I I can't pinpoint anything for myself, but like if you do transcend and there's a whole different vibe, it's like I kind of like bad feelings <laughs> sometimes. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it makes you feel human for sure. It does. Because you're like, oh, yeah, this is the experience. <laughs> mm, definitely. Man. I don't mean it, to bring my depression out on, on this pod. No, that's the only thing this podcast is for. Is oh, yeah. Depressed personalities. I, my idea is to bring down the happiness of everybody that gets involved with it. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm in the right, in the right place. <laughs> and then we were talking about it before. So I really didn't have a choice. Um, my mom was black when she had me, and she still is, what right? Is? <laughs> <laughs> and you chose to be with a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> How did that work oh. out? You didn't. You didn't like fish her out. You weren't specifically going out on like blackplanet.com Like, <laughs> let me find. Let me find no, I didn't even know she was black at first. I thought she was like uh, she looked like Puerto Rican mixed or mixed okay. with something. And I was like, either way, she's beautiful. So sure, I was like, yo, she's pretty. How is that? Uh, was there like <laughs> cultural adjustments that came with the relationship? Things you took for granted? Did you find out new things about black folks? Like, what is that pink lotion doing what is in the bathroom? You haven't gone we there. Don't have the pink what, is this, what is this hot comb on hot the comb. stove for? Oh, gosh. No. Not. Uh, no, I mean, there's definitely, I feel like, if anything, there were more similarities I found sure. between our, our okay. childhoods. So that's why I was like, yo, like, I, I really want to, you know, bring Filipinos and, and, and like, the black community together because I'm sure. like, we, we're so much alike, mm. you know? Like, there's just a lot of things that, that seem similar just in, in Filipino culture. They did it in Tagalog. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I grew up a uh, military kid, so I grew up, you know, all over a lot of different places. And uh, I went to high school in mainland Japan, and we had a significant Filipino culture out there. And um, ended up making a lot of friends. I love, like, pancit, you know, bagogi, all the all those fancy foods that are delicious. Um, <laughs> and then, I you know, I moved out here. One of my last jobs, one of my good buddies, shout out Emerson. He sold me my first pistol and. um in Chicago, nice little Smith and Western act. Oh. But he's he's a beast. I, I mean, I love the culture in general, and um, uh, it's dope. And then I find myself right now. I'm in a uh, I'm in an interracial relationship, right? And um, she's not even American herself, so it's like on top of just looks wise, just on the surface, we're different. But then even culturally, from America to to where she's from, is different, right? And I find. I think we both find that uh, racism is almost the glue that holds us together. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. <To> an, <laughs> but it's like fucked up, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> we're like, there goes your people. <laughs> there they are again. <laughs> That's funny. Up for sure. But um, I don't know. It's a, it's a shame that, that more people don't get to share in other and other things, especially in the city that we're in, we were talking about it before. This is just a city of neighborhoods, and everybody kind of minds their business in their own neighborhoods, and then come out and mingle in between. But with uh, comics in general, I feel like we get to because we have to try and find commonalities with everything, and then point the finger and laugh at it, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't really know. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out comedy myself. Yeah. Like, you're 10, Jesus. I still don't got enough Nah, I mean, you're doing so much. Do you prefer uh, performing over producing or? Mm, uh, I. It's a good question. I definitely prefer performing. 
Um, I don't really like to host. Mm. I feel like I'm a horrible host because I'm there's too much going on for me mm. to remember announcements and like yeah. vibe checks or like yeah yeah but it is a skill that you still need to learn <laughs> uh, um so what's that, a nightmare situation that comes with hosting just dealing with all these ridiculous uh, comic personalities no i'd say like uh, dealing with hecklers probably like how to mm. really like get them to shut up <laughs> mm. if they are being disruptive or i don't know sure. i kind of feel like if you just chill i don't like being <laughs> i think Cause I'm not a high energy comic, right? Gotcha. Like I'm not like yeah, yelling. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very chill when I'm up there and I'm yeah, talking. Sure. I'm just like it's, you know, I've been smoking since I was 14, so I feel like I'm permanently stoned. That's like my I, I, neutral I ground. <laughs> wouldn't have pictured that. Yeah. Oh really? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's cool to know. High functioning stoner. I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't smoke anymore. But I don't I, know I, how that happened. Um, I feel like just LA in general was just, it was a little too much. I was like, I stopped when I was like 24, really. Okay. Like smoking every day type of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll take an edible now and now and then, but oh, like, yeah. ugh, the weed is just too strong nowadays. It's <laughs> so, a wrap after like, that, yeah. Oh God. Like, I don't, I don't really like the feeling of being like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? The feeling I don't like is the, what I think are billion dollar ideas that I have <laughs> that'll never leave my mind or my mouth or get written down on a piece of paper and i'm just like oh that's phenomenal that was so yeah banana i bananas without the peel on them that's <laughs> gonna be <laughs> gonna make so much money i'm gonna go to jewel <laughs> with this brilliant idea <laughs> hey guys have you thought of bananas <laughs> without the peel and then i eat five handfuls of dry cereal and i completely forget <laughs> yeah <laughs> my genius cool. idea yeah, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Are you stuck in uh, Chicago? You're going to be out here for a while? Are you thinking about making that leap back to California or, or visiting somewhere else? Um, I would like to be Chicago-based for sure. Like, you know, um, depending where the future heads, like I would like to split my time. Uh, personally, I would love to split my time between London and Chicago. London. yeah. Where does how did that pop up on the radar? <laughs> well, my girlfriend loves London. <laughs> you guys have been out there? No, we haven't yet. We want to, but like we watch a lot of like TV shows what from London, and it just seems kind of like the Chicago of Europe. <laughs> okay, because everything's you just watch accessible. Doctor Who all day, and you're like, you know what? I think we can. I make watch it. Killing Eve. <laughs> okay, it's a BBC show. Yeah, yeah. About an assassin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a female assassin. It's really cool, actually. It's really good. Jody Comer does a good job. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. What's he saying? He's like, get out of here already. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. Yeah, oh, you yeah. watched it? Yeah, it's a great show, isn't yeah, you it? No. Yeah, yeah, don't stereotype Big Joe. He has he has eclectic taste. I love it. I, it's the last season and I'm sad because it was so good. Mm. And like, okay, in the lesbian community, everyone's mm. like, they just need a fuck. He's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, they do. <laughs> you got you got to watch it. It's really good. That's it's a, the way it's shot and like the cinematography of it, the like tension of the show. Sure. It's really good. I'm um, only four episodes into Euphoria right now. And, oh, God, that show's so, good, too. I yeah, wish I came up with that one. So, um, <laughs> That's very L.A. 
That that you know what? When you say it like that, it feels yeah, like Yeah. So that show is is what I feel like my life was. <laughs> wow. In in my teenage years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, they like encapsulated uh... Were you into other other things than just like weed and alcohol? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Okay, yeah. I did a lot of ecstasy in high school. Mm. So um Do you remember your first time? Yeah, I was at a house party, like one of my friends house and it wasn't really a house party it was just like a kickback sure and i was that's what i loved about la is you could just roll up on a momo like yeah a i think her parents were even in the house well, of course they were. <laughs> and i was just rolling balls i was the only one rolling like oh this feels so good yeah i was like, like rub my hair <laughs> put your fingers in my hair <laughs> what texture is this denim <laughs> like wow it feels amazing <laughs> somebody like, somebody okay? offered it or you already had it or yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I've been, I want, I kind of want to try it, and it was like my friend's older brother was mm. like, I have some from Coachella, and then he's like, here, try it. Then I was like, okay, so he gave yeah. me one for free, and I was just like, well, all right, I guess I'm gonna try it now. Yeah, and and then ever since then, I was like, let's do more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because you know, teenage brain. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, did it ever develop into like a problem, or were you just having a good time with it? You would say. I'd say I was just having a good time with it. Mm. I mean, like, I, I, the thing is, when it, I feel like people don't really know when they have a problem, right? Like, it kind of just right. keeps happening. Right, right, right. <laughs> I would, but I wouldn't say I, I was. I think like, when it happens at like three p.m. on a Tuesday, it's considered a problem. If it's Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's it's a fun time. I will say I didn't do it every day, but I did. I did do it occasionally. Yeah. And then the more the the older I got, like now that I'm like, oh, I'm 21, I could go out to the clubs in L.A. by myself. Like mm. I'm an adult, and then I would take some sometimes. Yeah. You know? Cause did it like, ever get hairy? Like, was there? Did it ever put you in like a scary position? Probably. <laughs> do I remember? Maybe not, but wow, right. <laughs> traumas. <laughs> Just, it's me blocking traumas. <laughs> no, so like in high school, I had this thing. So I started this thing. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna call it the Jack E Tree. <laughs> and I'm so, so it was like I was kind of the bad influence with my friends. So I was like, hey. You know, if you if you try ecstasy with me and it's your first time, I'll give you the pill for free. I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take care of you. You know, make sure you're okay the whole night. That's what you do with an open mic. It was open mic ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, and if anyone tries it with you for the first time, they're it's free for them and just carry on the tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know why the fuck I made it like a family. You were the tree. typhoid Mary God, of opiates. I guess I don't know that reference, but <laughs> is it bad? <laughs> Uh, depending on how you look at it, Typhoid Mary was like, uh, I think it was the plague, like the Agent Zero, like the first one to have it and give it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was me then. <laughs> In high school, I was like, yeah, let's go to this house party. Take this ecstasy, bitch. You're going to have fun. <laughs> somebody I'm going to rub your scalp. <laughs> you somebody living under a viaduct right now, checking your Instagram feed like that's the one. <laughs> she oh, my God. It. Yeah, all my Facebook friends are going to be like, that's where my trauma starts. <laughs> that's the troll. That's your troll. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe. Oh, that's probably why. <laughs> Got the secret haters that they they realized later, like this bitch ruined my life. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin her life <laughs> on the comments. 
<laughs> I'm gonna ruin her day for ruining my life. Yeah, like, oh shit, I didn't know I ruined your life. I was just, you know, running away from my shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, but yeah, that was fun times. I remember uh I even <laughs> I was rolling balls at prom. Yeah. <laughs> I at went to prom. prom and I took I took a pill on the limo ride to prom. Yeah. And then right when I got to prom and stepped outside, that's when it hit me. And then, like, all the teachers were, like, lined up in a row on the entrance, like, hey, Ooh. kids. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> You were just rubbing on their name tags on their chest. I was like, hey, mister. <laughs> I'm, like, so glad I had sunglasses on, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, duh, you got to have your sunglasses on. Sure. Can't have everybody looking in your eyes, like. California just, I, I mean, yeah. the, um, just the aesthetics of it, whenever you see it on like TV or whatever, it's like, oh, that looks so awesome growing up out there and whatnot. Yeah, but then I came to the Midwest and realized this is not normal, you know? Like, well, I'll just, every, is, it, is, it, is it the paradisey vibes of the sunshine nonstop? Incredible weed and everybody's done up like they're about to break big the next day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is kind of like that, I guess. Everyone's mm. like, "Oh, I could get discovered." Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like, "No, but you won't." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't realize that, like, you know, doing drugs at a, a young age is like not normal because mm. it's so normal in LA that it was it was like cool to do. And then, like, when I tell stories about like when doing drugs out here, like in sure. Chicago, like you know, a lot of the people are like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know." Maybe not. I think you have such a you have such a, like a young face, like an innocence to Aww. you that it's like when you hear like yeah fuck yeah I was tripping balls <laughs> I was on like, yo I, I pitched a perfect game on LSD it's like what really yeah. <laughs> they're like <laughs> Doctor the Jackie why do you think I was a doctor for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> you were running around. who was that African kid that was running around in the white coat and like the stethoscope pretending to be you were. <laughs> Yeah. I, I love the idea of you actually walking into an emergency room just oh, tripping, just You're tripping right, on mushrooms. His <laughs> EKGs are normal. Hey <laughs> Get him in the OR immediately. Stat. No, I, I mean I also developed that persona as Doctor Jacqueline because like every party I would go to, I would have like drugs. <laughs> I would this just have all... all sorts of medicine that I wouldn't prescribe. Do you, do you realize? <laughs> not even ninety minutes ago, I saw you as one person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Everyone, and now, and great! Now you're a different person, in in the best way possible. Oops. In the best way possible. Everyone that watches this now is gonna be like, "Wow, wow. Doctor <laughs> Jack, don't fuck with that bitch." <laughs> Wait, does it? Uh, no, you're actually gonna get flooded for people trying to get illicit drugs. All oh the God, time. I know, but I'm sober now. Like I don't. Yeah. Like I'm drinking fucking yerba mate. Okay? <laughs> like, uh, we I'm, welcome you to be a sponsor. I'm fucking of the show. retired. Yeah, yeah. yerba mate. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to say it. Guayaki. What's What's probably the most interesting drug you've done outside of uh, outside of ecstasy? Mushrooms. Yeah. I love mushrooms. Yeah. Did you? Did you? The best is when you you mix mushrooms and ecstasy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's the best. I like it. I like mushrooms more than more than acid, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I like that mushrooms is more. <laughs> this is weird, but mushrooms. So like, literally, it, you're poisoning yourself, so your body thinks you're dying. Mm. So when you take mushrooms, when you get all that like trippy visuals and like you feel your body like at, like the body high of it is okay. like 
this is what it's like to die. <laughs> wow. It's not that bad. <laughs> wow. It's just, just pumping you full of the, the feel goods because it's all coming to an end. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I think mushrooms is more organic, right? Like acid is actually sure. made. Like they right, make right, that right. shit. And, um, you know, mushrooms is like, it just, it does make you feel more connected to like the ground and earth and stuff. Mm. Like I could have sworn, okay, I went on a hike once right. on mushrooms and I saw a tree breathing. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's how like grounded you feel to nature. That's why, yeah. that's why everyone always says like take mushrooms in nature. You know, and like I've seen the most beautiful sunset on mushrooms. Right. Like it was the craziest thing. Uh, it looked like a dome. Okay. okay. So I was out in this open field. It was completely like mountains around. Kind of like, you know how like the Lion King looks with like the, the straw weeds sure. and stuff. And and then it was just like right at golden hour where it's turning purple, okay. it's turning pink. Right, and, right, like, right. 360 view of the entire like open sky like a butterfly laying on your finger no (laughs) there was a it was like it looked like a dome and it kind of looked like there was a grid across the sky like a like like a grid like squares okay and then there was like a flashing like thing of rainbow going like this over the dome over the grid and i was like we're in a simulation (laughs) i was like this is fucking fake and it if you read have you read hunger games i haven't well, in Hunger Games, they kind of described it like that, like in the in the actual game arena. Okay, that's how the sky looked, and I was like, "Yo, this we're is, in the game. We're in Hunger Games," and that's I was kind of tripping out about it. But it, at the same time, it was just so beautiful, though. You know, I want to say um, I heard somewhere that that's like one of the things that did it for like Steve Jobs. Like he just started tripping balls back in like college, and then and then he was like, well, "You could touch the screen and pinch <laughs> your fingers, and the map gets smaller." And then, you know, all of a sudden he starts working on it. Did, did it change anything wow. about how you continued on with your life after? Um, In general, maybe not specifically mushrooms, but just, yeah. just that crossing over, the, the, putting those stimulants. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I've, uh, I feel like everybody clowns L.A. about this, but okay. we, we really are into that, like, woo-woo shit. Like, okay. you got to manifest your reality type of shit. Right, right, right. And, and, and like, you know, I, I do believe that. Like, whatever you're thinking, you attract. Mm. So if you're always thinking about bad things, then you're always going to attract bad things. Right? So, like, yeah, I mean, you just... I feel like it just opens you to really figuring out what you want out of life Mm. and and how you're going to attract that. I mean, obviously, you still have to do the work to (laughs) to get the shit. But, like, um, I don't know. I've, I've... Learn to be more positive about everything. Mm. And like instead of being so like down and depressed about things, I just try to really think of things that I'm grateful for and things of like what I'm grateful to to receive in the future. Mm. And like really remind yourself that you are worth it, you know? Because mm. it's so easy with social media and especially social media right of now course. to be like, oh, I don't deserve this. Like this person's funnier than me. This person's like, you know has more views or more followers than me but like you know no one is you right for sure is there do you when you're manifesting like your goals the things you want out of life and whatnot are you writing these things down do you have like vision boards do you are are you having like talks to yourself meditations or um i used to do vision boards Mm -hmm. i've done a couple 
Um, I feel like more so now I kind of just really envision it in your mm. brain. Mm. You know, like I or kind of just act like you're already there. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if say, like, uh, I want to be a fucking millionaire, I'm acting like I'm already a millionaire, sure. even though my bank account don't say that, but not yet, not yet, it's yeah. coming. Um, but you know, you kind of just have to act like you're already who you want to be, yeah, because, like, you know, think about it like five years from now, that person is actually going to be you if you're working towards that, of course. So right. just act like you're there already. Mm. Speaking of five years, so you're going on your relationship five and a half years. Yeah. Keys, and now we were talking about it a little bit before the show got rolling. The keys to a healthy relate. What, what keeps it going for you guys, in your opinion? Um, definitely compromise. Mm. With women, you definitely have to compromise. Mm. So two bathrooms in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish not yet, <laughs> but definitely we will. I'm like, you have your own sink, okay. <laughs> We're going to have two toilets. <laughs> we'll two share bathtubs. the bidet. <laughs> well, one center bathtub. And then, uh, um, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely think uh, compromise is one of them. And, and not just... Uh, and when you're talking about compromise, you're like, hey, I want to do this at that time. And maybe it's not working for some... You're, you're saying, all right, I'll give up my personal time on this to be a part of what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And mm. like... I think uh, to come to an agreement to stay on the same page on mm -hmm. things because you do have to move as a unit, you know? Mm. So if you're not moving and doing things as a unit, then, like, you know, that sends different signals to other people mm. and stuff. Like, I don't know how to explain it, I guess. Like, no, that makes sense. You know, you, you have to always make sure you're on the same page when it comes to anything. It comes to your emotions, finances, mm. especially, like, finances is something I feel like breaks up a lot of couples sure um and so was it like hey we're dating for this long all right we've been together for this long now we're gonna like move in together now we're gonna blend oh no finances. i you hold that shit for real. Oh, yeah, i was like yeah. typical lesbian <laughs> <laughs> you I was like, we've been dating for a couple months i think we should just uh, move in together mm. i mean actually things happen like the timing of things happen very easily with us okay because like, you know we were spending a lot of time we were spending every day together and then you know, um, one of her friends had a room open up and we're like, well, wow. why the fuck would we pay two separate rooms? We might as well. I mean, we're, we're, we're together every day. Right, Let's right. Let's just try it out. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, we're on year two. Oh, we're on year three. Wow, okay. Oh, we're on year four. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's coming up to six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. I think it's easy when you're with, like, your best friend, you know? Okay. So. When you're sharing, when... um. When something that you don't agree with, something that, that is like, ugh, how are you con conveying negative things to your partner? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. It does get tricky because with women, mm. we get more emotional. Have you, have you dated uh, men before? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I dated, yeah I've dated a couple guys um, before her. And she's like my real adult relationship especially with a woman okay. she's like my first real relationship with a woman yeah yeah and um, you always you always felt uh um attracted to women from the beginning yeah I, I think i was uh you know growing up i was but like i suppressed that a lot mm. because of my mom being gay and i was like 
well, she's gay and she got made fun of. It's not acceptable. Mm. Like, so I would kind of suppress that, um, that feeling and emotion of like, I don't know if this girl is like trying to be my friend or I kind of like her or like, do I want to be like her or do I want to like kiss her? (laughs) Right, right. You know, like, or do I just want to be her friend? But is there a difference between dating uh, a man and a woman? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, what was the standout differences outside of the equipment? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I feel like when, as a woman dating a man, you feel it's like men just have a level of tolerance. Mm. You guys have a higher like level of tolerance to take like stupid shit from women. You know, where they where women are being stupid, like, oh you don't love me because of this. And guys are like insightful. Guys are like, yeah, you're just fucking tripping. But as a girl who's dating another girl who's doing that bullshit to me, I'm like, I'm a girl too. (laughs) I I know know these games. I'm I'm a black belt in this (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm like, well, maybe you don't like me like that. (laughs) And then it just bicker. It's like, I think men know how to take, uh, how to let things go easier. Mm. Where women, we're we're naturally like, want to hold on to things. And well, let let me bring up my receipt. You know, like, you're like, oh, that was like how many months ago? There was different people. (laughs) No, it's it's definitely a a three month simmer period. Yeah. So I think that that probably is like the main thing. Because like with women, you kind of have to like distinguish which which arguments you're going to let go and which ones you're going to keep going like going in on each other at you know Mm -hmm. so it it's more of a challenge like a mental challenge with women and and i'm starting to adapt that like man mentality where you're like okay sure (laughs) but like my face and my tone doesn't hide that like men are good at that where they're like you're right honey like that hurts you know like uh, maybe men just are better at letting go of their ego for that. Where they're like, "Yeah, you're right, you're right." Well, just I mean, <laughs> even in a even in a, a standard relationship where if it's just a man and a woman, right? Just because it's a man and a woman doesn't necessarily mean man alpha, woman beta. I've definitely seen it is not a ton of relationships yeah. where it's woman is is the, the alpha. They're actually the alpha. Yeah, for sure. They, I, I think, women actually run that relationship, but in public, it seems like the man is running that but you know it's not well there's a uh, there's even a book um i forget the name of the author but it's called emotional intelligence and they actually came out with another one emotional Inte- emotional intelligence like 2.0 or whatever right and um uh, in it they just discuss you know the difference between iq and, and eq you know intellectual quotient or whatever oh, it is emotional. right yeah and then obviously women i, I feel are more dialed in emotionally and yeah, that's why they get hurt about every little thing about every everything little, every little thing like you didn't you didn't you didn't say i love you just now <laughs> oh but, yeah but you know that i love you like yeah, i yeah. don't have to say it like love you is that it oh i, I forgot the i <laughs> yeah it's exact. it's just it's pet women are petty that's what it is wait what women are petty that's and the name you of your guys, new podcast you guys figured that out you know and and that's why it's easy for mm-hmm. for you guys to just let it roll is it that like same so in the uh in a woman and woman relationship is that still like a pecking order that has to get figured out like who's going to be the alpha and who's going to be the beta or is it just a well the thing is we're both alphas yeah so for sure. <laughs> 
uh, we definitely. I feel like we we've talked about this. We, okay. Yeah, we talk about this. We were like, okay, certain situations we have to figure out who's gonna like take really lead. lead. Yeah, who's gonna take the lead on certain things and like, um, you know, that's things that I think uh, you're. you're <laughs> Like I was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, no, but I think that that is just a thing that's just gonna constantly be a thing you gotta figure out in a mm. woman and woman relationship because it's you know, one of you have to let one one has to let go sometimes. Is it uh are you have you guys just um putting yourself in a place because after five years and some change, things just start to naturally fall into place? Like are you guys just figuring out, hey, all right. You're good at X, Y, Z. I'm good at, you know, A, B, C or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, mm. after after that's, that time, you definitely got a flow going in the relationship. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, so far, so good. <laughs> sure. It's something that I'm, I'm, I'm curious of. You can tell me to just go, go kick rocks and flip-flops, right? <laughs> Romantically, Yeah. After after five years, is is there? Is it just? Does it keep flowing? Because even me and in, in my relationship now, we you know we're looking at it. If I'm being all the way honest, like I, the whole time I've been in Chicago, I haven't had a traditional relationship. That's ten years, right? Until recently, now I'm in a relationship. And to be honest, again, this is the first relationship that I'm actually taking in my adult life. I'm taking it serious, wow. playing by all the rules and all that other good stuff, right? Yeah. And by the rules means just her. Just a monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one <laughs> just the one cookie in the jar <laughs> and and like looking forward to it right and, and at this point it's not an issue right mm-hmm. like romantically we're, we're we're having lots of fun still discovering stuff with each other five years right is is there is there things you guys are doing to keep involved with each other or is it just like hey no we're having a good time never need any seasoning for this uh, for this meal, like it's just it's what it is, or is there things that you guys are doing to, to keep involved? Um, uh, is this too personal? I don't know if I want to get that deep into it because, like, what if her family watches this? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're good. It's the communication <laughs> is a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, communication's like the number one thing in any relationship. Yeah, whether it be business, personal, mm-hmm. like you know, friends, everything comes down to being honest with what you're feeling and how you how you feel <laughs> it seems like there's a bigger push for um like mental stability mental health these days it's a conversation that's like more prevalent oh out yeah there, right? i think and uh which is a good thing i think yeah. right i mean they got like apps like you can call a counselor yeah type thing which i don't <laughs> i don't know how effective that really is like i don't know how effective it is to to, to lay down on a recliner with some person sitting behind you going, yes, go deeper. But mm-hmm. I also don't, I don't know think therapy's how. really like that, though. Yeah? I, I mean, I was doing, uh, I had I had therapy. I had, well, I got free therapy because California. Yeah, thanks, um, California. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for half off taxes <laughs> on everything that you make. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Isn't it? I don't really know. I just know that I had free. Is this another person free on my show care. not paying taxes? <laughs> this is. <laughs> was there another allegedly. one? Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, Mara. I allegedly have not. What's your um? Yet. What, what uh, did you? Uh, did it help? How did it help? Yeah, I mean, I think it helps. It's 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 really just like someone to be unbiased about anything you're saying. Really, mm-hmm. that's what I've noticed so far. Is like I can say whatever the fuck I want, and she's you know they're just like, hmm. 
Okay. Or like, you know, unless it's like something that you, it depends on your level of interest in the therapy. You know what I mean? Mm. So like if you want to know techniques of like, say I I get bad depression, how do I get out of this? They'll give you Mm. techniques on how to like get out of your episodes Mm. or like anxieties and stuff, you know? Can you speak to any of those techniques? Um, one thing I know is like grounding, really just like, um, really trying to stay present in the moment. So like looking at things Mm. and really like taking everything in, how you feel, like actual touch, like what are you touching right now and how does that feel? And like really trying to ground yourself back into the moment because I read somewhere that like, um, anxiety comes from thinking of the future. Depression Mm. comes from thinking of the past. So if you think, you know, that's why, that's why the grounding thing is, is a good technique because that means one or the other, you're either in the future or in the past right now and you're not actually here. In the moment. Yeah. So. So it sounds like the key to, to any kind of depression or anxiety is just a handful of mushrooms. (laughs) Actually, yes. (laughs) Also microdose mushrooms, if you can. Um, That was a real study that they've done with, with, uh, I think soldiers that had PTSD. Mm. So they they okay. microdosed mushrooms to see if that would help with like their PTSD and mm. it did. So I mean microdosing you won't feel any of that actual effects or like sure. you won't be tripping balls but like it's mentally rewiring your brain. That's what sure. it is. It's cuz like you know like our brains are like babies. Fair. Where they just absorb everything and anything and like if you're not conscious or or like you're not conscious of what you're feeding your subconscious then mm. then that'll just come to light, you know? Because mm. your subconscious is really what drives everything. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. For sure. And you don't even know what's, that it's running. Your subconscious doesn't know what's real and, and what's not. Interesting. So if you're telling yourself like, oh, I'm a shitty person, then your your brain is going to be like, I'm a shitty person. Yeah, that's dangerous. Because, yeah, yeah, like we were saying earlier, anything that you're looking to manifest is going to be, yeah, it's going to come to light. It starts with you. It starts with how you treat yourself and... Yeah, I wonder if like that micro if they they end up going deeper into that if that would help like places like we are now you know like yeah the government should just give us mushrooms just hand it out make it mandated how do Fuck you feel the about stimulus. how do you feel <laughs> I think I, I think I have an idea what you might say but how do you think about like um uh, drugs being decriminalized I definitely think certain drugs like mushrooms and acid probably but like the heart so there's a list yeah obviously not like heroin and meth like god that would Mm. ruin so many people's lives um but like things like mushrooms and acid i feel like we're we're probably um put higher on the list just because it 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 does free your mind a little Mm. you know it makes you think outside of the box and i mean with the system they want you to be in a box yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, they make you check all your boxes, right? They're <laughs> like, what are you? I guess I'm Asian. <laughs> That's, oof. What are you? I guess I'm female. <laughs> I have a I have a problem with those, those like, tests and those those compartmentalizing type things. I, I wonder, too, because, like, with the, um, with the designations that they have, even for the, 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 the gay, queer community with the LGBTQ and then I think they're adding like more. Yeah. It's a little too many letters by now. Yeah. By now, right? It's is, like we get it. <laughs> does that designation mean not not saying you're the 
you're the um, the cheerleader for the community. I'm definitely not. <laughs> out of the two of us right now, you are considered the expert. Yeah, that's so true. Is that um <laughs> like does is that designation in, important? Is there? I personally don't think so because that's your sexual preference. Like mm. I don't think everyone needs to know about what you do behind closed doors. And it's, it doesn't feel that important. I don't think it. I mean, like. I would like more to see more like accurate representation for lesbians because like most of the lesbian movies and TV shows are like mm. really ugly girls. No, offense. <laughs> 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 but I'm like me and my girlfriend do not look like that. Right, like, right, right. like we're actually like a hot femme couple. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see a little bit more of that, <laughs> which is which is why I love Killing Eve so much. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, they were so close. Go to LA. Um, Don't you see us? We're walking around. We're fabulous. It's just so weird that it's so like accepted now too. That's what's something that like blows my mind because like growing up it was very uh, like ooh mm. like oh she's gay <laughs> yeah and now it's like. Oh, she's gay. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's like the cool thing to be now. Mm. Is it's just it's strange. But I don't think it's it, I don't think it's anyone's, you know, business to know. Like, why Fair would you want to be like, yeah, pussy only? <laughs> like, you know. Fair enough. I, I don't get what the deal is about exclaim like proclaiming it to everyone. I think there's definitely also a personality type, right? There's people who are pro whatever their agenda is. There's people that are <laughs> super pro black. There's people that are super pro America, super pro. That's true. Again, whatever it is, and they want the world to know. Super this pro is what water. Oh, <laughs> oh, geez. Super pro we are hydrate. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> yeah, and then there's some people who's like, I, I don't care just do what you do mind your business let me mind mine i'm that kind of person like you know i don't give a fuck what you do as long as you're not doing bad to people yeah as long as you're not hurting someone physically mentally emotionally whatever like mm. just trying to be a good person i don't care what you do on the we are in probably one of the funkiest businesses showbiz oh, yeah. on on the planet right oh god yeah. but then again I mean, I mean that's probably any business that has access to a wide range of ages and people <laughs> right boy scouts of america oh. <laughs> 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 right maybe yeah Oof, possibly mm. i mean i don't know it's just it's just definitely strange yeah yeah that that's a thing and i feel like some people are trying to be there was at one point people were trying to normalize pedophilia and they were like, they're like, well, I identify as a 12 year old. <laughs> I feel like, like Roman uh, Polanski just won an award. He did, I think. I mean, he didn't he move out of the country for the simple fact of that? Yeah. And he can't come back because of that. And there was like a ton of people that just kept making music with R. Kelly. I mean, R. <laughs> R. Kelly's cutting a mixtape in prison right now. I've You're seen, lying. I've seen him. You're lying. Like, Singing that's a lie from jail. I feel like at least two, three times in the last week and a half. That is so crazy. It is. Yeah, it's crazy that people are like that. I mean, yeah, I, I felt that when I was like early twenties, mm. like partying and stuff, mm. and people would come up to me and like in retrospect, when I was looking at my photos of when I was like twenty one, I was like, wow, I looked like I was like. 15 sure 14 you know sure and i'm like these old white guys would always hit on me and i'm of just course. like 
Where do you mm. place where do you place the blame in some of those situations? So I think with uh, R. Kelly in particular, I want to say he had a history of probably child abuse, and maybe there was an older woman in his life that was preying on him when he was younger. And I'm sure if you dial it back with any, who's that other? I um, mean, Usher too, right? Did it, he was like, I had sex at like 14 or whatever. Sure, and um, uh, who was the guy? Uh, he was in the movie Seven. He was in Evil Bosses. He was um, I forget Buddy's name, but um, like he had a history of uh, you know that's in their past. So when somebody has that history, which obviously in in a younger person's brain. It's going to augment your mind, how you see the world. And a lot of what you do in your adulthood is just a repeat of whatever's happened yeah. to you when you're younger. Like, do you, well, you blame I, the person like, hey, you know what right and wrong is. But no. mind you, you had your innocence stolen. Like, you Yeah. Know? No, I, 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 I think I either read this or heard this from someone who like really likes psychology. But they said that the, the age you were when you were like first traumatized mm. is the age yeah, you kind of stay at. Wow. Fair enough. You know, so like if he was traumatized at 12, then like his mentality is 12. Mm. Or like, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. I mean, I I mean, I kind of feel like that sometimes like, you know. You just keep reliving something that pivotal in your life over and over again. I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will say I don't have. I mean, I will say like, like I said, like people stay in that age of when they were traumatized. I do believe that though. Mm. Cause like, I feel like I've always had this like childlike kind of view around the world mm. and it's kind of stayed that way. But like now that I'm getting like older and like doing therapy and stuff and like really mm. diving deep into the past, I'm like, Oh wow. Like, yeah, that was just because of traumas and trying to run away from traumas really. Mm. And not knowing how to like deal with that. Like I, I did use drugs and, you know, to to escape from how I was actually feeling. Sure, sure. Because. Was there a repression period that you went through because of uh, any trauma that showed that that had happened? What do you mean? Re what's repression? Like keeping <laughs> it, like locking it away somewhere. Oh. Not, not dealing with it mentally. Maybe even forgetting about it completely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I definitely blocked out a lot of shit. Like. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh that's coming up. I mean, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's definitely, I don't know. It's hard out here for a bitch. Fair enough. <laughs> for women especially. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been abused, you know. So okay. Like, it's not, it's not like I wanted that to happen, but it did. For sure. And, it, and then, like, you get a victim mentality of, like, oh, if I wasn't there at that moment or if I mm. wasn't, like, if only I wasn't there or if I had gone somewhere else or if my friend was there or whatever, then and then you start blaming yourself for something a predator mm. did. Mm. You know, that really fucked with my brain for like a long ass time. Because mm. I was like, oh, I never thought that would happen to me. It did. Mm. And that was actually like one of my first experiences. So, wow. it, you know, that was guy. Was it somebody like you knew? Was this a random occurrence? Well, I mean, it's happened multiple times, which is unfortunate, wow. right? Like, it's it sucks that women are a little more prone to that kind of okay. situation. Like, it's it's sad that, like, at least one won't... You've maybe been, you know, like, abused at least once. Fair enough, right? You know, like, sexually abused. Like, it's, it's just sad. 
Mm. Um, which is why I think it's like cool that like nowadays everyone is so like open to having these like mental health conversations mm. and bringing everything to light about like your feelings are valid and matter and like you have to address it or else, you know, I mean, you, the traumas might just keep happening because you're sure. not addressing it or okay. I don't know. <laughs> is there a, is there a part where you get into a rhythm of it because it's something that have do you start to normalize it and then I don't know perhaps even seek it in a kind of an off way seek what like, like repeating the trauma that happened to you oh that's a good question um maybe that's a subconscious thing because again mm. if you're not addressing exactly what happened to you right then it maybe it's bound to happen again because you didn't address it mm. so like like I, a more mature you now traveling back in time to when this trauma was taking place what advice would you be giving to yourself at that time um i would probably just be like you know be confident in saying no and be mm. confident in being by yourself no matter what the situation mm. is you know because it's very easy to get lost in like group mentalities if you're in a group mm. right then you somehow you get separated or something be mm. just be aware of who you're with at all times like mm. question everybody everybody's motive mm. whether they're your friend or not because you it's it's usually the people closest to you that do something sure so just be more aware be comfortable with saying no and be comfortable with being by yourself especially sober sober mm. is very hard to do very hard at a party setting at a festival like it's hard it's 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 kind of weird that they make you feel like the weird one for being sober you know sure, yeah but that's that's because they're actually feeling weird that they they have to do all this to function sure sure you know so. And when you're younger, I mean, acceptance and just being in the vibe, being cool, whatever that means, it, that's, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to break out of that that mentality too, yeah. Yeah, and I I think with young kids, it's they're still figuring themselves out. Sure. So they don't know how to say no mm. because they want to be accepted. They want to they want to be heard. They want to be loved. You know mm. they and and. Teenagers especially will will accept it in any any way any form. Mm. And so, yeah. are you? Are, is there anything that you could say like, "Hey, watch out for this. These are the signs. Get up, break out. Like, this is w when you see these things taking place. It's time to it's time to shake spots." Ooh, yeah. I will say nothing good comes after midnight for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So make sure you're home. At least by eleven, because mm. uh, nothing good comes after midnight for sure. And um, if you feel uncomfortable and you feel that in mm. your body, don't ignore it. Mm. Don't ignore that because that's you, your body tell. It, it's your intuition telling you to leave. Wow, you know, because like I, I, I felt that, but I ignored it, mm. and I was just like, "It's fine, it's fine, it's fine," and it was not fine. <laughs> mm. But you know. Just try to be more attuned with yourself and and be good to yourself mm. because you you're you are the only one that's looking out for you at the end of the day. Uh -huh. Like why would your body feel bad about something if it wasn't bad? Right. And then it feels like there's probably a fair amount of guilt 
subconsciously or even consciously that, that may come with that that prevents you from sharing that with somebody? Is there, is there like, hey, it's for you to go seek help, you know, maybe everybody's not comfortable talking to their parents about that or even talking to a sibling about that or talking, is there, like, what advice would you give yourself to go seek, like, counsel or just being able to get it out? Are you writing it in a journal, putting it in a diary, doing a vlog or what? Uh, like, after the traumas or, like... Or just to just, help process it while while it, while you're going through it, oh. or anything that anything that could help immediately try and get you off that track. Because once you fall into like something slippery like that, it's easy to just stay in that yeah. that dark place for a while. It is. It's very easy. Um, I feel like um, I didn't really have this in LA, but like finding a good support system. Mm. Like I've definitely since moving to Chicago, I've gotten like extreme amount of like love and support from people out here mm. and it's it's it shocks me to be honest because because oh. i didn't have that in la at all okay so now i'm like oh like wow this is what it feels to yeah, yeah, yeah. to have good people around so just have good people around you oh you know? yeah and um we're definitely in the business of I wouldn't necessarily call it good people, yeah. but interesting. <laughs> you can find good amongst the people that were around all the time. Yeah, you know, cultivate your relationships, and you know. Yeah, for sure. You you gotta feel everybody out at the end of the day. Oof, yeah, that's a good and bad thing, but I enjoy it though. Yeah, I mean, for them, I I don't know. I think co comics are probably the most extroverted introverts oh my God, there yeah. are. Yeah. Because the only time you're going to be extroverted is that moment that the light <laughs> comes on and somebody shoves a microphone in your face. And then after that, immediately oh it's God, clam yeah. up. I kind of feel like that sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm a cancer Leo. So I'm like right <laughs> at the cost. Like cancer, I'm like, oh my God, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then Leo, I'm like, rawr, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'll dominate like, you. Arr. Yeah. So I, I feel like you've learned so much about <laughs> me, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody watching this is going to be like, wow, there's so many layers. <laughs> <laughs> She's an onion. <laughs> She's Shrek. like a Cadbury egg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. A lot of deep shit came out of here. <laughs> a lot did. And we'll tell you what, before we get out, this was actually amazing. Like I told you, before you sat down, I thought you really had your shit together. You were <laughs> <laughs> you were a real doctor. I, th I thought you were an eight-year specialist MD, and then come to find out. <laughs> yeah, come to find out I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> find out you're a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You run a part-time meth lab. Allegedly. Alleg Allegedly, she also always pays her taxes. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has um, been a blast. Do me a favor. Let the uh, viewers know. Um, what you got going on in the city as far as shows? Um, let, get to your, your socials out there and how they can find you. What you got going on out here? Gosh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm making, uh, I'm actually going to be at Laugh Factory for the first what? time next Wednesday. Say that then. All right. Next Laugh Factory, shout verified. out. I'm also going to be on uh, Fresh Faces on May 31st. Fresh Faces, shout out. Fresh um, Faces. And, uh, you know, I'm, I run a show pretty much every other week uh, at Holiday Club. Big Break right. Comedy. Big it's break free comedy. every day. Every it's free show every Thursday at eight and mm. and uh, I'm just all right. How are they finding you online? You. Oh yeah. What's your IG? All of my handles online are Doctor Jackie. <laughs> 
Big oh, yeah. doctor, but <laughs> real but laughter. Like... <laughs> I prescribe that. <laughs> That's the whole joke, and I don't get. I say it every time I'm on stage. Fifty milligrams of ha ha. Of ha ha. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you want to laugh, uh, follow me on on any platform, Doctor Jackie Lynn. I be posting yeah. shit. Hell yeah, she's dope. She posts all the time, and then also who other uh, who else posts all the time is Real Rap Podcast. Please make sure you guys are like, share, and subscribing. I've been your host Mike Knight. Follow me on all the things at Mike Knight Comedy. Uh, this is Real Rap Podcast. I love you guys, man. We're out. Peace. Peace. Mike, 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 Mike. Great from the south side. Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here right now. Real rap podcast, 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 podcast. podcast.